Hey there. So let's continue the uh, hacking hacker series and how it is that what, what makes someone a hacker and how does one become one if they are not one already. So where we're at now in the article by Eric Raymond on CATB.org is the hacker nerd connection. He does say that it is a myth. You don't have to be a nerd to be a hacker, but it does help uh, because you kind of have a lot of free time, typically, uh, due to social being a social outcast most of the time, and you also uh, being in this nerdy mindset. You love to you you'll, you'll inherently love the tinker, <clears throat> but it doesn't mean that you have to be one. And a lot of times, hackers have adopted the label as geek, kind of like this badge. They're, they're honored to be called a geek. And even now, more so now than ever, I think geek is being used in many different terminologies. You have people that are geeks about this and geeks about that. Um, I know I have friends that call themselves comic book geeks, but they don't, they're not typically a nerd of sorts that you would see in school, uh, you know, with those glasses on with tape on them and stuff. They're just very socially adapt, uh, adept, maybe the word is. And so they're, they weren't, they're not nerds, but they're geeks. And that word has been very stre being stretched out across everywhere. Um, he does mention that the word nerd has been used uh, in this specific way that he's talking about since the 1990s. And it was like a mild uh, pejorative of the word geek. And it was harsher. Like People say, oh, you're a geek. You can kind of take that as like, yeah, I know. I'm a geek, uh, but like nerd has a little bit more of like a could be more of a sting to it if someone doesn't want to be a nerd or in that same situation. So yeah, you don't have to you don't have to be a nerd to be a hacker. Hackers just tinker. They love to take things apart, put it back together again, make things in ways that no one thought of making it before. You know, and that's why a lot of hackers are programmers because you can have you can solve so many issues with with computers these days that you don't. You don't need um, tools beyond a computer. Like everyone, not everyone, but most people in the United States have a computer in uh, all developed countries, and so that in among itself is great because you just have to sit down and get started. That's why I love. Um, well, I say love. That's why I use a lot, do a lot of JavaScripting because it's it's just easy to get started. All you need is a text editor and a web browser, and you can run scripts in your web browser and you can test things out and see how things work and. That, that in and of itself helped me understand programming more than classes did. I took classes throughout college and high school. Um, I learned a lot in high school, but college I didn't learn much. I actually dropped out of the major and changed my major to political science, which is super goofy for a guy like me to do that. But I just didn't... The love for programming died in those classes. Uh, and it wasn't until recently that I got back into it, I wanted... And decided to make a, a, a Chrome extension for my job to make my job easier because we're doing a lot of repetitive tasks. It's like this could be done much faster, so I made it and I used JavaScript. And it was a struggle because up until that time, I, I probably haven't programmed in a few years, and so I had to almost relearn everything. But at the same time, I didn't because I still had that base. Um, so getting to understand that base is very important to be a a uh, like a computer hacker in the sense that we're talking about, not a malicious person. But you don't have to be a nerd to understand this stuff. You just have to have an inclination for technology. And more and more these days, it's becoming cool. It's becoming, it's becoming uh, not, not so 
I don't know faux pas is the word, but it's it's not looked down upon to to be a person who loves computers and working in it. And when the, when this term hacker first originated, it was very much the nerds who were into computers and they were made fun of and they often looked funny, I guess, as you see in movies, right? But it's not the thing anymore. You don't have to be a nerd. You just have to have a passion for for tinkering and making computers do things that they haven't done yet. If you have an idea for an app that's not around, make it. Jump in it and make it. Check out Electron. It's a platform that you can use JavaScript, CSS, and HTML, and you can make programs on multiple platforms. It's very awesome. Okay, so let's get into the next section here. This is points for style. Style points for hackers. Now, Eric does mention here that these things are good. You need you should you should use these things. These are things that don't require a computer. But they are still not substitutes for the actual hacking and programming itself. But these are good. They help you in the long run. The first thing he has here is to learn to write your native language well. Um, this is good. This is good. Uh, you don't want to sound uneducated on the internet. You don't want to sound um, f foolish. A lot of times when you read something that has bad grammar, it's not written well. It's hard to read. It's hard to follow. It's just overall a difficult experience for everybody. Second thing he has here is uh, read science fiction. This 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 is uh, this is usually pretty pretty stereotypical, but there's a lot of things in science fiction that have contributed contributed to our current society in computers. Like, we have currently these mobile devices, cell phones. Well, that was kind of first realized in Star Trek as the communicator. Communitron? I don't know what the word was. It, yes, I didn't watch a lot of Star Trek. But that's where it first started. And now we have these things in computers, and this continually grows out of the science fiction realm. Third, he has to join a hackerspace and make things. Uh, it's a good way to meet hackers. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, this, these are actually more common today than they used to be, at least from what I can see. Um, there's also things called makerspaces now too, which are similar. They're more of a hands-on kind of thing, less of a computery thing. Often they, they build things, but I, I believe that they're very similar. And so, finding a hackerspace would be would uh, would be good because you get to meet like-minded individuals. Uh, let's see. Fourth here, he has train in uh, martial arts form. Things like taekwondo, karate, kung fu, jujitsu uh, are very popular amongst the hacker community. There's also things he mentions like fencing, Asian sword fighting, uh, sword arts. I think it has here. Yeah, and Things like that, um, they they give you a mental discipline, a relaxed awareness, and a precise control uh, over just a raw strength and athleticism and physical toughness. Because when it comes to programming and hacking uh, in, a, in a traditional sense, brute forcing something is very inefficient, and you're going to want to have the mental discipline. You want to be relaxed and precise in your whole and all of your actions. He has here also to study a meditation discipline. This is one I don't particularly get down with. I did, I used to meditate, uh, but 
I came into some things that I, I chose not to do anymore. And I believe that there are other things you can do that give you the same uh, results to kind of like the whole idea here is to sharpen your mind. Uh, I think there's other things you can do as well than meditation. Uh, he does say that it's possible to benefit from this stuff without acquiring a religion or discarding the one you already have. I'm a little weary about that since meditation was made for a specific spiritual practice. So if you don't want a spiritual uh, experience or you don't want to ruin the one you have, ruin the one you have, if you don't want to mess with the one you have, um, it kind of kind of contradicts that a little bit. But that's there. And if you, you know, check it out, if you are interested in that, um, the second to last one he has here is develop an analytical ear for music. I agree with this 100%. There's a lot of things in music that really uh, give you a mental sharpness. And as you can see, all these things are very much mentally sh like mental sharpness when it comes to things. Uh, and lastly, we have here develop appreciation of puns and wordplay. So, like I said before, when I was reading all of this article, it just it screams my personality. And, and even down here in the points for style, I very much have the same effect. Uh, like learning to write your native language well. I loved I love writing blogs, and I, I take the grammar very seriously. I love science fiction. I love people and being in places that hacker culture has been a thing. I didn't even notice what it was for a while. Training martial arts, I never really did that. I, when I was a child, I had some. Um, I used to meditate. I love music. I have a minor in music from my university, and I love puns and wordplay so much that my wife gets driven crazy. So now let's get into the negatives, uh, things you don't want to do that will give you negative style points, so to speak. So Eric Raymond has listed here a few things you don't want to do. The first is don't use a silly, grandiose username, uh, user ID, or screen name. I don't do this. I've never done this. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. I, when I was in early high school on AOL Instant Messenger. I changed my name a lot on AOL Instant Messenger, and so I probably had some stupid ones. Um, but yeah, don't do that. Just don't. Just use a, use a name. Like, you want to... You're, if you're hacking, you wanna, you're doing things that are, for, that are good, that are building things up and not destroying things, and so you should be... You should want recognition for it, you know? Just use your real name or a derivative of it. Like in my situation, J.R. Swap, that is my name. My initials, my last name. It's very obvious that's me. Don't use things like, I don't know, dudes with two zeros and a Z. I don't know, like, triple X elite hacker with elite being spelled with numbers and just, yeah, like, that's what he's talking about. Don't do that stuff. And he does say here, if you have one, stop it. Because <laughs> the hacker community, the hacker culture will mark you as a loser. He also has here, don't get in flame wars. Um... Very straightforward because if you're, you're using your actual you, your name in your in your you know handle so to speak, it's not really a handle. It's like your username is is your name. You don't want to be associated with flame wars. It's just just don't bother with that. He gets into uh, don't call yourself a cyberpunk. He even says not to waste your time with anybody who does. This is interesting. Uh, I think cyberpunk is enticing because of its grandiose, because of its appearance. But they're not doing anything typically. Then this probably isn't true for every every person who considers himself a cyberpunk. Um, but they're not doing anything that's typically advancing technology. They're not making programs. They're not. They might not even know how to program. Uh, they're they're 
it seems like they're in it more for the looks. Um, and actually, if you if you consider yourself a cyberpunk uh, and you're listening to this, let me know. Uh, tell me what 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 it is that what you're all about, because I don't I don't really know. I'm just going off of what Eric Raymond, Raymond has written here, so I don't want to just say this is this is uh, stupid or bad. I don't really know. I'm just saying like what I've seen in the in the uh, in the environment in the culture. Uh, he also has here don't post an email or write anything that's full of spelling errors. This gets back to the learning how to write well. You you don't want to sound in your writing as uh, uneducated uh, because the hacker culture does take intelligence very seriously. It's a very um, being smart is kind of rewarded. It gives you more brownie points and or style points. And you don't want to do anything that has hurt your style points. This is very interesting the way I'm talking about this. It's like you actually get points somewhere, but you don't. It's all in people's perception of you. And that's not always easy to control, but doing not doing the things we're talking about here are it's going to help you help you keep your reputation at a good reputation. And I think even anybody who has a presence on the internet, who's using their real names and trying to do something, they want a good reputation. And that's very much what the hacker culture is about. Not the uh, cracking culture, of course, but the hacker culture. And so you don't, you don't want to do that. You don't want to use silly usernames. You want to use your, use your actual name. If you have a silly username that's concealing your identity, change it. You know, there's no reason to do that. It's, it's, it, it goes into being, um, Eric Raymond says it's juvenile <laughs> and a silly characteristic of, of crackers. Uh, you don't want to do that. And of course, you're, you're using, like we said it already before, if you're using your real name, you don't want to get in flame wars. You don't want to be associated with either side of anything. Whether you agree with the one of the sides of the flame war or not, just don't be involved. It's not going to, it can't benefit you in any way. Because either way, one half of the one half of the population that's arguing these things is going to discredit you, and that's not going to help. If you have fifty percent of people that discredit you, well, now you can't even pass fifty percent uh, in reputation of people who find you to be a good hacker, a good programmer, and someone that they want to associate themselves with, possibly even higher.